0: A second. Yeah, 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 I'm coming. Hold on. Ron? What are you doing here? There's something I need to tell you. Are we alone? Quick, grab anything you can. We gotta go. Is there a back door? They're coming. They're coming. Oh god, they're here. Go. Damn this wicked Welcome to the Wicked Planet Podcast episode 86. We are coming at you once again from the haunted garage in an undisclosed location known to nobody but myself and Ron, deep within the vast rolling hills, lakes, streams, rivers, mountains, and forests, sunshine, and autumn leaves. Tonight, we talk about the most important things you've ever heard about in your life. But before we get to all of that, you know him as Ron from New England. Others know him as the Feeble Weeble. Some as the Scentless Fart, but his friends and family know him best as the Samusquatch Crotch of the North. Ron? What's going on? <laughs> was
1: that was that an abbreviated version tonight? I don't think so. Are you kind of tired? You seem like you're tired. All- Do you have a long day? Uh,
0: not as long as some, but I'm just putting in miles, you know? More miles. I feel like that was pretty, pretty uh, close to all of them. Keep a track of that mileage. I actually
1: think the growl was a little longer. You guys must be like doing leaves like crazy right now.
0: Oh, yeah. Like yeah. the biggest pile of leaves you'll ever see in your life.
1: You know, I wonder if we could start a cottage industry. This just popped into my head. A what? A cottage industry. Like, like, like houses? No. So, oh. so what you do is you, you take like a bunch of <laughs> leaves and you put them in a bag. Mm-hmm. Then you sell them on Facebook Marketplace. For what? Like, to, why? To the people that, Save them the trip to come up and look at them. Oh, so you can just and we can maybe put some <laughs> put some scents on them. So this could be like autumn like when
0: girls sell their underwear. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like autumn in New England. So S- we should like
0: rub them on our crotch. Is that what you're saying? No.
1: Oh. No, you know, like the scented pine cones you get in the fall that you put in your house for your Christmas decorations. Yeah. So you're familiar with that? You buy like a whole big bag of them. Okay. Why couldn't we do that with leaves and like coconut flavored? Well, they wouldn't be flavored. Who's gonna eat them? No, just for
0: smell. Like you, you, like you dump them into a bowl.
1: No, it would be maple. Yeah, we could make it smell. Why would it smell like coconuts? (laughs) Well, you can't just have one flavor. It's not like to have palm trees. Like (laughs) coconut,
0: banana, like summer breeze, beach breeze, sandalwood, pumpkin spice. Fucking apple pie.
1: Pumpkin spice would work. Taint. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> or we could just have women put them It could be very hard to pants. nail down the actual taint
0: odor. Well, we could just have women put the leaves in their pants, and then we bag them up. And I know how we could do that. Disgusting. <sighs> Heathen. All right. So anyway, enough immature banter. No, I don't think we... It's, it's never enough. The fans want more, Ron. Well, I I want to discuss something besides that one guy, but everybody else, <laughs> or maybe two or three. I don't know. He stands alone, apparently. A- apparently, there's Christians that listen to this show. So That's okay. That's a, we try to keep it as Christian as possible. Saying taint isn't, I guess it's not nice, or is it offensive? What is it? Inappropriate? No, I don't think so.
1: Uh, taint's a good word, in my opinion. I think it's a great word. It's just like in the, in that uh, the scene in dodgeball. When a guy said, we're, we're probably going to get our taints handed to us. And one guy looks at the other guy, taint? What's a taint? And he goes, I don't know. It sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is a taint defined as?
0: Well. The skin between uh, between your scrotum and your
1: butt. On a, on a man. Butt cleavage. <laughs> yeah. On a woman, I think the taint is actually smaller. How do you know this? On some women. (laughs) How do you know this, Ron? All right, let's. Enough with the taint.
0: Taint, 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 taint,
1: taint. All right, so what do you got?
0: We Ah. got all kinds of. We
1: have got, like. We got a weird show. We this last, a bunch of random shit. This last week has
0: just been utterly insane. Ron told me what we were gonna do for a topic. I completely forgot that we were gonna do that. So we
1: did have a set topic for this week. And I was like, Oh, we do? Well, I'm not gonna Well no, when you left <laughs> when know. you left this weekend <laughs> I remember now. Saturday you're like, Oh yeah, no, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll look into it. Da 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 da. And then, know, I and then when you Halloween come to didn't
0: party that night.
1: So. When you come in today and I'm like, Oh, did you look into that? Oh, shit, we
0: were supposed to do that? Well, I went to a Halloween party that night, so you can't really... All right, so was this... Can you blame me?
1: Was this party at Gislay Maxwell's mansion, uh, mansion yes. was it?
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, so how'd it go? Uh, it was pretty good. They had a lot of human uh, bodies for hors d'oeuvres, some blood barrels to drink out of. No, it was a fun party. I ended up going to the Spirit of Halloween, because I don't know where the hell I was to get costumes, and it's I ended, the best place. I ended up being a sorcerer. Oh, nice! So I bought this cloak and uh, this 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 like staff with a dragon's head on it, and in the dragon's mouth there's like this crystal ball, and then I bought some skeleton gloves. <laughs> and then basically I just like dressed all in black, and you know black dress shoes, black shirt. I don't know, it sounds like it looked pretty cool. it was all right. And then there was some some good music playing there. They had uh the Dobros, which is a local band that Right. Yeah, you know, I went to high school with them. And then the, actually the people that were putting the party on um they ended up playing as well. I didn't get to stay for their whole set, but they were surprisingly good. I didn't know they uh they were going to be that good. I thought they were just going to like jam and noodle or whatever, but they actually like did a lot of good covers like that were pretty pretty spot on, and um, so that was exciting to see. Also, there was kegs
1: there. You know, I miss those house parties with bands, those random bands. I used to go to them all the time. Yeah, it's fun. Maybe I'm going to have to uh, third wheel it with you some night. No,
0: no, you're a little out of the age range. I think I'll be fine. I mean, you might, like, I don't know, you might tell some weird jokes. You're probably going to tell, like, Hitler jokes
1: or something not around your f- <laughs> fucking gang you hang out with <laughs> you'll get kicked out they would get offended oh my god oh, you don't have your fault at it stop. kind of surprises oh. me that your circle of friends is is what they are i mean they all seem very nice but oh they are very nice yeah i think i
0: might be the odd man out you could be you're the white sheep like <laughs> i'm the like native american mexican quarter irish sheep
1: so the party was good. Party was good, yeah. All right, so I like the, the name. The day wasn't, though. I like the name of the band, the Dobros. You do know what a Dobro is, I am sure. It's a musical instrument. Yes. And yeah, there's, no. there's actually one right over there in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to break that out and play it sometime. I'll get the spoons and the washboard, Ron. There you go.
0: We're going to start
1: doing some original. Uh, well, our music for the show is original because Buckley did that. But, I mean, we're going to do some You're original welcome. tunes. Yeah. Yeah, we got to do some original tunes.
0: I need to try and find a way to record some music and just send them to you, or record them here. Record them here would be real simple. And then just fucking zip them on out.
1: Yeah, we got the amp and everything. We can plug that, probably plug that right into the mixer.
0: Fucking straight line it. Yeah. Boom. Sounds how, good. How was your Halloween?
1: Uh, nice and quiet. Do you <laughs> sit in a corner by yourself? No, I didn't do anything facing for Halloween. the wall. I don't do anything for Halloween. Drew. Little G was busy, though. Yeah, her costume looked good. Yeah, she was Winifred Saunderson from Hocus Pocus. The second one or the first one? The first one. Okay, the second one I heard sucked. I didn't watch the second Hocus Pocus. I heard it was shitty and woke. I didn't think the first one was that great, to be honest, but... I don't remember. um, Yeah. So anyways, that's who she wanted to be, so I went online, and she was all freaked out because she couldn't find what she wanted, and this (laughs) Halloween is like Christmas for this kid. So I found everything. I got her the whole setup with the with the cape and the jewelry and the red wig and the buck teeth, and, and I mean, she looked good. Yeah. And Friday night they had a school dance, so she, she wore it to that. The next day she went to her nana's to a Halloween party. Then the next day she went to a birthday party. Then they went trick-or-treating. And then Monday night she went trick-or-treating again with a friend of hers. So his kids got so much candy at home. Mm. It's crazy. We went trick-or-treating on Monday. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, did you take the baby? No, I, I went by myself. Oh, you went by yourself? How'd you make up? I brought my knife, and I was like, bitch, give me all your candy. <laughs> what do you think this is? This isn't Halloween. This is a
1: heist. Did you do it in your neighborhood?
0: Yeah. yeah. We just did, like, a little block loop and uh, took the daughter. She was a monkey. She did pretty good. She's yeah, like know, She knows how to go up and be, like, trick-or-treat, kind of.
1: Well... And That's He awesome.
0: picks out candy, and then, hey, there you go.
1: Halloween is over, but not for us, because we still have some spooky episodes we're working on. Halloween's always going on for me. Yeah, your house. Well, My same house. thing. Same thing here. The Haunted Garage, this is the second, what, Saturday we recorded delayed episode for last week. Yep. And there was like noises down in the shop. Oh uh, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and and, and uh, Buckley's like, "What is that?" And I said, "Oh, that's probably just a ghost." Just real calmly. Oh, he says, "So tonight we're sitting here pre-show getting everything set up and then something else was making noise down here." And he's like, what is that? And I go. Oh, that's probably the ghost. No, it's like things clanging around.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's what they do. It's not like you know the heat going on or I don't know something like that. It's like literally shit clanging.
1: Yeah, like parts and metal and tools. Yeah, and that's, yeah, what, and that's it what it was last week. Yeah, and and, and, and our speakers went on. Remember? Yeah, but that was that was a while back.
0: Yeah, but still.
1: But I mean, that's uh, 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 in the fall, in the winter. Very, the ghost is very active here. And then in in the summertime, it's like non existent. It's weird. Yeah, Yeah, taking it easy. Yeah,
0: it is what it is. Probably out in the graveyard chilling, Mm. sunbathing, you know, having a few Mai Tais, taking a hit off the old weed pipe,
1: cutting himself down from where he hung himself up in the barn, hitting on some dead ladies. So I hope everybody enjoyed the Halloween. I hope it was terrible. And now we have, uh, coming up, Thanksgiving is next, but uh, Christmas music, I'm sure, will be out in the next week or two. It's already out, baby. Is it really? In some places. Oh, that's In in hell. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Hey, think about it, though. It's only two months away. It's less than two months away. Oh, Chris. Oh, fuck. Yeah. God
0: damn it. Yeah, I know. Just think. He's got to spend a bunch of money. Only
1: two months left to go Christmas shopping. Be like, here's a gift that you don't need. You know, I gotta wonder though. I gotta <laughs> wonder what Christmas is. Go- no, seriously, I wonder what Christmas is going to be like this year for a lot of for a lot of families. I don't.
0: What? Do you, why?
1: Well, why? I just think wondering? it's going to be a crappy Christmas.
0: Why? Because of inflation.
1: Inflation. What's going on? Uh, something we wanted to touch on in the news. that Reported that this was last week that we only had what twenty eight days worth of diesel fuel left. How, how is that even possible? Yeah, what, what how can the most like modern country in the world be almost out of diesel fuel? Because climate change. But think about it though. Without diesel, nothing's happening. Plain and simple, nothing's gonna happen. Trains run on diesel, trucks run on diesel, airplanes run on jet fuel, which is basically diesel. I don't know. It's just going to be interesting to see what happens. Not to mention, uh, like I had to pull the trigger on filling my oil tank. That was a grand, right? And uh, and then that's just home. That's not here. He's going to come and uh, hook me up next week here. <clears throat> but uh, just as a backup, because we got plenty of wood that we're put in. We're still working on that. We got probably three more cord, two more cord to put in. But anyways, yeah, it just <clears throat> it kind of makes me feel bad because you know people love christmas and i don't know why <clears throat> maybe it's just going to be one of them christmases where people make gifts or i don't know i don't well, know Well people just...
0: need to like get it out of their head they don't need to spend a fuck ton of money on
1: Christmas Well no i agree i do agree Especially if that. you if you have
0: money and you're like in a good place mm-hmm. and that's what you want to do i guess that's all right but people don't probably need half the shit you're going to buy them but also if you're tight on money like don't feel like you need to like people still should... get everybody gifts. people, sh- gives. Yeah. people maybe, should understand that yeah and people need to understand that and like maybe you know you can get like i don't know 60 or 80 bucks together somehow and you know buy little gifts for everybody you know it doesn't you don't have to spend 80 dollars a person or get hundreds of dollars worth of gifts for people you just but don't
1: you can bet right now that there's a lot of people stressing out about that though Oh, yeah, I know. Because some people just go mental with Christmas. I know a few. I mean, I don't. I don't, admittedly. My wife will tend to spend a little too much on Christmas. She'll always ask me what I want. And I'm like, seriously? All I need is you, baby. Just like Mariah Carey says <laughs> Queer. <clears throat> no, I don't I don't require anything. I mean, you don't have to buy me anything. Let's just hang out and have a good day together. Yeah, but some people get so crazy about oh, it. Yeah. It's like right. why, why do you need to be so
0: crazy about it? Well,
1: yeah. it's
0: like get a gift or, or
1: don't. Well, it's doing exactly what it was designed to do, right? You need eighty-five gifts. Like Hallmark and Coca-Cola got together and said, "We got to ramp up this Christmas thing. That's a money maker. Bring out the Coke Bear." <clears throat> yeah. So I don't know. But anyways, I just hope everybody. I think the next couple of months or Have next couple of weeks, actually.
0: A merry little Christmas. Well, if you
1: think about Christmas, number one, satanic. It's a, it's holiday. it's a pagan holiday. Children are massacred. There was nothing ever saying that Jesus was born on December twenty fifth, and they've proven that. Isn't Jesus technically black? <clears throat> and uh, yeah, who knows? It, but uh, I guess wasn't Jesus born like in April or something like that? I don't know. I wish Sean was here; could answer that. He would be like, actually, but well, in Scripture it says
0: in Scripture subsection C,
1: <laughs> Article two thousand five hundred and one, paragraph six, <laughs> paragraph six. But anyways, uh so yeah, so I mean everything really is pagan when it comes to Christmas. And I for one am okay with that. The yule log, that's pagan, that's a viking thing, bringing the christmas tree in the house, that's a that's another pagan thing. But Viking shit's cool. But yeah, viking stuff. Like real viking
0: cool. funerals? Yeah. Like I think that's how I I think I'm going to put like in my will or my final wishes like viking burial. You can actually do that. Send me out to sh- see Fucking shoot a flaming arrow at the, the boat I'm in and let, let me burn, baby. Somebody mm. videotape it. Well, yeah. And then lo- load it into the metaverse. That would get a lot. There you go. That would get a lot of likes on Instagram. <laughs> that could just float around burning <laughs> in the metaverse for eternity.
1: Yeah. So anyways, uh, I, like, I like Christmas. I enjoy Christmas. Uh, I don't go like crazy with spending... S- December and January is very expensive months for me, and then they put yeah. Christmas, and not only that, my birthday's in uh, December also. Happy birthday. Thanks, ahead of time. But anyways, yeah. I'm going to get you something.
0: Mm.
1: Okay, cool. Prostitute. Oh, God, no. Ape ball?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Those days are long gone. I'd be afraid to now. You see what uh, all that fentanyl, is the are spiking the coke with fentanyl now? Oh, yeah. And and even, you know, the other thing going around that, these people are smoking weed, and they're like, man, I've never had weed like that. Well, come to find out, they're spiking out with fentanyl, too. Jesus. It's crazy. It's almost like you should be afraid to even do any drugs now. Yeah. And they used to be really fun. They still can be. Used to be, back in the olden times. They can be fun. The good old days.
0: But sometimes they're not fun at all.
1: Yeah, so anyway, so uh, something interesting I noticed. What? Uh, yesterday morning, I was watching the news while I was getting uh, getting ready to, you know, do my chores and stuff. The emergency broadcast system came on. Yeah. Remember when it said on the screen that it was a monthly test? A required monthly test? Now it says required weekly test. Ooh. But here's what I find interesting. It came on every morning for the last three mornings that I saw. So I'm going to put the TV on, because what I do, I put the TV on in the kitchen because I'm usually working in the kitchen in the morning. I'm going to see, and it usually comes on right around 6.30 in the morning. So I'm going to see if it comes on again tomorrow. But I found that interesting. I always used to say the required monthly test, and then they read they give you a list of the, counties and it's every county here because new hampshire is such a small state merrimack but it said but it said the required weekly test why has it gone from monthly to weekly now and and i feel now that it's daily they're trying to program you with the word
0: required no i don't think so i just i have a question for you though okay go ahead the uh you know, we've talked about like the frequency stuff in the past and how like the army and there's been all these like CIA projects of like omitting frequencies to get people to act certain ways. Do you think maybe possibly because it's a very annoying sound when it comes on? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like kind of like, oh, it irks you. It like gets under your skin. Do you think maybe it has something to do with that? Like they're omitting
1: this frequency to maybe get you to feel a certain way? I don't know. I mean, possibly, but I mean, I think they just know that shit's going to be hitting the fan pretty soon. Personally, oh,
0: you think that's what it is?
1: Yeah. Okay, so we have elections next week. Oh well, who, who's paying attention to that? But what I'm saying is, you still, uh, you still vote? Are they? Oh, absolutely. Jump. Yeah. No, you gotta vote. <laughs> I'm not voting. Well, or I mean, Murphy's. that's that's your right to vote or not vote. I I think exactly. I think everybody says, well, I don't vote because it doesn't. It's not just it doesn't make sense. And there's a lot it doesn't. Well, there's a lot of arguments that could be made that that's true. However, (laughs) I vote because I just, I need to vote. Why do you need to vote though? Well, because I want to see what happens. You can still see what happens with that. Well, no, like in local, local elections, like we've Uh had elections here that were decided by one or two votes. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. For like local office, selectmen, whatever.
0: Yeah. But do you honestly, you honestly think your vote is like doing
1: something? I want to think that it is but after what we've witnessed. And also you see now that they're already coming out and saying, well, you know, you Americans, you got to expect some glitches during the voting. It's like, okay, so they're already setting us up. I'll tell you what, if there isn't a fucking red tsunami next week, that is going to be a clear indication that something is going on. I mean, we already know something's going on. Look the what red happened. Wave. Yeah. All the Republicans are, and I'm a registered independent, just so I don't identify as a you know Republican or a Democrat or a wolf or a wolf. <laughs> but, uh, but I but I think it's going to be real interesting because all the all the people that are red, the Republicans that are running are all leading in the polls, uh, even on some big elections across the country. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Oh, hey, you got the cooler open? You
0: want one of your balls back, Ron? I would
1: love a buzz ball. Thank you.
0: All right, I got to get one of Ron's balls for him.
1: So it's uh, so if something comes up and the Democrats all walk away uh, victorious with a 51% to 49%, thank you. Thank you're you're going to know that's up, which brings us to something that we wanted to talk about. Not really sure if anybody is staying on top of this or not, but it's been something Buckley and I have been keeping an eye on. The presidential race in Brazil. Oh yeah, yeah. About that, Bonsal, uh, how do you pronounce his name, Bonsolero? Yeah, who uh, was backed heavily by Trump, uh, just as as a coincidence, just as a talking point. There's basically just, but he huge was running. Protests. He was running against some dude that was like convicted of like robbing millions of dollars from the country before, uh, and uh, and he. <clears throat> One, he beat he beat the right wing uh, conservative uh, incumbent, I guess, or what do you want to call it? But uh, what I find interesting is uh, they were they were bringing out all the information and showing graphs. They they're already doing a forensic check on this uh, election down there, Ooh. and it's it is showing that there's no way that it's a scam. So so <laughs> is saying he is going to have the military come in and research the election and there is so many people pissed off in Brazil that this guy, the guy that won, how he won, because it was 51% versus 49%, which is the set mark that all these, uh, elections end up being, including the Biden versus Trump election, right? And they're seeing a lot of similarities to how that worked, and, and there are no paper ballots in Brazil, apparently. So everything is done by machine. And if anything can be done by machine, it can be hacked into, it can be altered. But – yeah shit is hitting the fan in brazil and they're not saying a word about it on the news
0: they're taking it to the streets
1: oh yeah we're getting snippets of it online
0: they the protesters surrounded like the military headquarters or compound or well what? they
1: went to the military headquarters to tell them to ask them for help and i guess the military's on board but they, but they did, there's like uh protests all over all over rio all yeah. uh sao paulo just everywhere in uh, in brazil uh, and it's uh it's it's fucking crazy the shit that's going on down so there
0: it's like something like this it's like especially specifically to elections or, or even COVID. because remember when we were seeing all the COVID protests and then we were seeing like the trucker protest but and then you start to see that stuff globally mm-hmm. and then it's like when we started when we talk about things like the new world order or like this whole global control global government that we're that uh People are saying it's a conspiracy theory, right? Mm -hmm. But then you see these things start to happen globally. That's when you can kind of, like, connect dots or connect things and be like, oh, okay. So it's not just something centralized to, like, America or or this country or that country. Things are starting to happen all over the world. And if you really don't think that that's, like, it's just random coincidences, it's not. Like, the fact that things are happening globally is because – the new world order elites are trying to uh, ha- have change happen globally to unite it under one government.
1: And it, well, it has that to is be
0: why you're seeing everything. It going has to on be global, everywhere. right? I
1: mean, it has to yeah. be global. Yeah,
0: but that's what I'm saying. Like, and especially like even like the the COVID stuff, right? Masks, lockdowns. You see that happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's how you know it's connected to one thing, and it's not just a fucking disease. That's why you know the stuff in Brazil. And, like, things in America, same thing in my but,
1: opinion. But there's stuff all over the world, like Buckley right, says. Right, right, right. But what's interesting is you're not seeing a damn thing about it on any mainstream media. Yeah. Again, they're censoring news. They're giving you selective stories. They're talking points. They don't want you to know about it because they don't want you to do it. Right. Which, which brings me to the emergency broadcast test I've seen, like, two days in a row or maybe even three days in a row, are they, and we've already, I think we've already gone past like the window of opportunity for there to be like a massive false flag event that would alter the elections. Because remember, like in many episodes, I've said, you know, I even wonder if we're going to actually have the midterm elections. Right. Because all they're going to do is, you know, pull XYZ false flag, you know, just pick one. Right. And then they're going to say, oh, no, we got to have martial law. we get, we got to stop the elections. Like, like that's kind of what I've been predicting. Admittedly, I've been saying that. Like, if that, if they're going to halt these elections, that's how they're going to do it. But I think the window of opportunity is, like, closing because we're less than a week now. Right. Elections are next Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. By the time we get the show, obviously, it'll be Thursday. However, so what do you think is going to happen at these elections because now I'm hearing there's all kinds of people volunteering to be election... Observers. Observers, yeah. 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 Like, I mean... Well, you legally are supposed I mean, to be able to, right? Yes. I mean, Republicans. Uh, my buddy Steve down in Florida, uh, he volunteered. He's going to be doing uh, election observing. So it's going to be interesting to see if those people get any backlash from anybody. Like, you are know, probably not going to see that in my town. My town's a pretty red town, uh, <laughs> clearly, but uh, but you know, and you get down into bigger cities like uh, Manchester, Nashua, places that are basically Massachusetts. You and they're squirrely places, anyways. I mean, there's shootings now. There's murders. You know, you see the oh, dude, Manchester,
0: Nashua? you see the guy that
1: just got shot in the face, and, like he yeah. was just going to the mall. Oh yeah, and some random asshole got into like a road rage incident, I guess, or something, and. Fucking walked up and shot the guy. He had his little girl in the car with him.
0: Hey, I used to work. I worked with a kid uh, when I worked in the forensics field who's uh, who ended up stabbing somebody in Nashua, stabbing them to death. So, yeah. Yeah. Another I mean, kid it's... I worked with in Manchester, he ended up kidnapping somebody and beating him with a baseball bat. So it's like shit like that, you know?
1: But, I mean, people are coming unglued. So, so everybody's acting weird. We've talked about this before. We see road rage, like, everywhere, like, Every time I go on the road, I see somebody pulling road rage in some fashion or other, right? <laughs> or just driving like an asshole. And I mean, I, I drive normal. I might go a little over the speed limit. I don't go crazy. I don't pass a lot of people. I don't pass on the inside. I don't do anything that's going to upset anybody because I'm not in that much of a rush. However, I will fucking smash into you with my Mountaineer.
0: Real nice, Rod. I will. do. I want to uh, see you do it. At least uh, put a GoPro on your, your, okay. Mountaineer all I'm
1: saying is if you like come at so me with your car it. in like a road rage incident, I am not afraid to smash into you. Yeah. Cause I have a mate to my car right out back and I can fix anything. <laughs> so I'm not worried about wrecking my car. So, you know, my wife gives me shit because I drive little G out to the bus stop. Now you've been to my house. I've got a pretty lengthy driveway, right? Yeah. I leaf blowed that whole driveway. And so I bring her out to the driveway and I pull up right square with the road. So when the school bus comes because people speed like crazy on our road. So when the school bus comes down and it stops, I tell little G, wait till that stop sign comes out and make sure all the lights are on. So she's, you know, she's smart. kid. She goes, yeah, I know that. I said, okay. And then the bus driver waits and the bus driver waves her on and then she books it across the road. She doesn't take her time. So I'm out there right there with my car and where the bus stops, if anybody was to try to go around that bus, I could immediately stop that from happening. And so so my wife is like, You should make her walk to the bus stop. Why do you always take her in your car? You're spoiling her. Blah 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 blah. Mm. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I don't,
0: exercise, baby.
1: I don't hold on. I don't drive her to the bus stop to be lazy. I drive her to the bus stop in case some idiot comes, because you know that's kind of blind coming up on the left side up to my driveway. Yeah. And if somebody is flying up that hill and they see that bus and it's too late and that kid's in the road and you hit my kid, you're going to fucking die. Where's the bus stop? Right in front of the driveway. Oh. So what I do is I pull my car right there and I watch. And if anybody thinks they're coming, I can shoot right out with my car right out to the road. That's why I'm saying. I am not afraid to smash into. So I explained that to my wife and she's like, I said, I take, I drive her to the bus stop for security. Yeah, I gotcha. You follow what I'm saying?
0: Well, I think also because you had that thing happen to your niece too. Yeah. So you're I like mean, a little extra overprotective. I've protective. always been
1: overprotective. Yeah. I Even gotcha. my brother always used to say, you know, you can let your nieces and nephews out of their bubble. Ooh. <laughs> and I'm bubble. like, nah. I said, i tell you what. You let me do things the way I want to do them, and I'll feel better about
0: the bu- it. The bubble letting, there's always time for that later. Yeah, you know what? Eventually, I just, eventually they'll do it themselves.
1: Well, once I explained to my wife while I drive, why I drive her to the bus stop, she's never said another word about it since. Well, yeah. Because she knows that I would smash into somebody like you should. In, let let's kill people in 2 seconds let's fucking let's be, let's run over people yeah, with our cars yeah, i gone. do not care if i wreck my car we can do it together i'll park it and i'll <laughs> fucking get i'll go out back and i'll get another car let's
0: just fucking <laughs> get a bunch of cars together and start fucking
1: smashing people dad used to have demolition verbs anyway so I'm, getting I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting back to get the a elections high job right now getting back to the elections in brazil if if people could see what was going on in brazil right now that might say you know what we might have to do that in the united states they already did. You mean the insurrection?
0: <gasps> the insurrection. What yeah, but a fatal day. Yeah, but I
1: don't think you can make a parallel between the two because what they're doing down there is literally tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of people are protesting.
0: What? Yeah, wasn't that the same on the fucking
1: January sixth? No, I don't know how many people were there, but I'm there saying there was a shit ton, right? But what I'm saying that was in one location. Wow, Brazil. down in Brazil, it's happening all over the country. Yeah, wow. and, it, and it happened in Italy, it happened in France, it happened in Portugal, it happened in Spain. It even happened in the United Kingdom. So, uh, you know, and, and I wouldn't want to be the United Kingdom right now. Because because here's the next thing that's going on. That, oh, shit. That is sketchy. Oh, yeah. So the Russians have proven. They solved the mystery. That they, they know it was the UK that blew up the Nord Stream Pipeline. Who done it? And they also know that it was the UK that blew up the bridge to Crimea. So
0: how do they know this? Enlighten okay.
1: us. Okay, just the Cliff Notes version. Spark note, baby. Okay, remember when Boris Johnson left as the prime minister? And then this Liz Truss came in and she was the, the new British prime minister. Was it a black woman? No. Oh. Uh, and... Black lesbian woman? Apparently... No. Nope. The Russians, who are very good at cybercrime and very good at hacking... Hacked into her iCloud account and they found a text message that was sent to Blank- Blinken. Is that his name? Or uh, some secretary, if he's a defense, I don't know what he is. <laughs> some fucking thing in the government. And, and, he, te- and he texts, she texts, it's done. <gasps> Minutes. After it happened, maybe she just took a giant shit and she wanted to let him know. All right, let's think seriously here. <laughs> this is fucking serious. Oh. Because England just blew up the pipeline that supplies Germany and the rest of Europe with natural gas that they use for energy, probably electric production, and heat. Now, that's all part of the European Union. Now, now I understand. Like UK is not a part of the European Union anymore. I don't think.
0: I don't fucking
1: buy now. And I think that's what that whole Brexit thing was. Uh. But they just they just made it so now the rest of Europe is maybe gonna freeze this winter. Well, if I was a German or somebody or or a Frenchman or uh, somebody from Spain, Portugal, you know, wherever. I think I'd be pretty pissed off at at the UK right now. Yeah. Because start a second regime. Not only that, not only that, that's an act of war. What they did is an act of war. They and blowing up the bridge in Crimea, that is that's going against civilian infrastructure. And no matter how you slice it, the Nord Stream pipeline and that bridge are both Considered civilian infrastructure
0: Right so you're talking about like The rules of engagement for war It's like medical facilities right and then, Yeah and,
1: and yeah, we, we remember how they were coming out And the United States coming out And saying this terrorist attack We're going to look into it And it's okay so you're basically saying That we're the terrorist Which we Been accused of that many times I
0: do have a question for you Yeah, I'm going to take a little democratic liberal approach On this one Okay sure you're excited what are your sources ron
1: it's in all the main it's all it's in all the news it's in all the alternative news sites it's everywhere's everywhere's yeah russia Russia news the russian news agency came out and said this (sighs) i know you can't trust any news but no i i I mean i I, i think it's a pretty legit story i mean we all fucking knew that anyways We all guessed it was us. We all guessed it was us.
0: From the start, from the get-go, it was like a whodunit murder mystery, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, is it surprising that Russia would put out news that's fucking saying it was America and the UK? Well, they're saying it was the UK with our help. Right. But is that surprising that Russia would say
1: that? I don't think Russia would say anything unless they really knew. Really, like nowadays when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty. I I believe the story. I mean, I don't know. Because I mean, what country? Russia, though? Well. I, I mean, as me
0: sitting here as an American. Liberal. Know, fucking liberal, Democratic blue, go Biden, baby. Woo! Get your booster. Get your sixth booster. But, like, I can't fucking trust Russia. Do you know what I mean? I, mean, no. I can't trust a Russian agency. If I'm going to sit here and talk about how much. Uh, propaganda, fucking the U.S. puts out in all these media stations, and then like we're going to look at a huge country like Russia and be like, "Well, yeah, I-, I believe everything that they say." Didn't say I believe everything. Well, I mean, but that—that's my point. That,
1: but do, I'm saying everything, I'm saying, Everything is there, yeah, to back that story up. Right. You know what I mean, all the indications. I mean, I mean, like we said before, if it was a member of spectre doing that? Okay, well we get that. But spectre didn't do anything without the help of some nation state. Yeah. So, I for one, I be- I I believe it. Right. I believe that the Russians are correct in that. So. It could be. So I don't fucking now. <laughs> so, what is the rest of the European Union going to do to England? Because now they're forcing, now they're shipping our uh, LNG, liquid natural gas, from here over to Europe, which is now the reason why they're saying that we're going to have an energy shortage in New England, like the, the six state region, because now we're in competition with Europe for fucking heat. I mean, what happened to taking care of your own country first?
0: That's nationalism,
1: right? I know that's nationalism, and and I in uh and but there's different levels to nationalism. That's how the Holocaust starts. There's different levels to nationalism. Ron. So I have always said, and I've always felt this way. I I think turning the world's commerce into a global economy was a mistake. What do you be, mean? Be, okay, so I'm gonna cl- I'm gonna clarify that because. We decided that we're going to send all our manufacturing to China. Oh, okay. So we no longer manufacture here. Okay, so what would have been a problem with us continuing to manufacture here? But maybe having China do some manufacturing also. And some manufacturing in other uh, you know, Asian Asian states or countries. I mean, like, like in the car business, we get a lot of stuff from Taiwan. We get a lot of stuff from Vietnam. We get a lot of stuff from Malaysia. Uh, especially like tires. A lot of tires come from Vietnam. Uh, and, and a lot of people wonder why, because Vietnam is where the real rubber is like, that's where all the rubber plantations were. And that's why the French had control of Vietnam, uh, for like many years. Interesting. Yeah. You didn't, you weren't aware of that. Why would I know that? Ron? Okay. So that whole why area would I know that? that whole area used to be called French Indochina.
0: Indonesia and China?
1: French Indochina, which was like Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, probably Indonesia, all that that whole region. And that's where all the big rubber plantations were. Hmm. And who is the big rubber manufacturer that's French, that everybody knows it's a household name? Goodyear. Michelin. Fuck.
0: I was close.
1: Goodyear, Goodyear was an American company. Is now a British company. Damn it. And so that was the whole thing. Like they're saying, like the Vietnam War actually was just another globalist takeover to, to get rid of everybody so that they could control the rubber market because that's where all the rubber plantations are is in Vietnam. And then, of course, the communists wanted to come in, and now it's a war against communism. We got to make sure we keep democracy, and we got to push communism out. When all it was was, we didn't want the commies to come down and take control of those rubber plantations.
0: Damn commies! I that, feel like by I feel like by now, if you don't understand that a lot of what happens that's big or uh, affects change or causes change by now is essentially orchestrated. That's all orchestrated.
1: By the global takeover, the global elite. I mean, we all know that Vietnam War was started over a false flag with the Gulf of Tonkin. You know what I mean? They, they've proven that. Uh, Robert McNamara, the de, uh, Secretary of Defense back then, admitted it. Yeah. But but I mean, you know, all your false flags, World War II was a false flag. Germany said that Poland invaded Germany. Give me a fucking break. But anyways, getting back to nationalism... Like, I think that countries like United States, we can be a self-sufficient country. We don't need anybody for anything that I know of. So, I mean, we can produce our own iron here, our own steel, oil. our own gas and oil. You know, all these commodities, like, like, like we can produce that shit here. The only exception to that might be the minerals that they need for the uh, electric car batteries right <laughs> which we had control of when we when we had control of Afghanistan right but we just handed that over to the fucking chinese and i mean who gets all the electric batteries who's pushing for electric cars just as much as everybody else the chinese yeah so now they're going to have control of all the lithium cobalt mines i think some stuff some of that comes from africa as well and i can't believe that you know somebody hasn't invaded Africa over and over and over again to get, well, I mean, all these other little countries, France, uh, doesn't uh, Venezuela have lithium. I'm not sure, but they do have massive amount of oil in Venezuela. Uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. But I mean, if you really think about it, we can, we can basically make everything we need right here in the United States. Yeah. You know, to a degree, you know, I mean what, what we need to get, well, maybe we can make some deals with some other countries, but not ha- let them have total control of the manufacturing that our country relies on to operate as a fucking country. Yeah. Now they did that. Look, look at this whole thing with the automotive shit. Right. I mean, that's all the chips. Cause all the chip manufacturing happens in China. Well, a lot of the manufacturing happened in Taiwan. So China starts fucking with Taiwan and you know, that's been awful quiet in the news lately. <laughs> Remember, we were hearing that, oh, uh, invasion is imminent. China's doing all these uh, blockades of the ports of Taiwan. Is that the place that they like
0: won't recognize
1: as a country? Yes.
0: Yeah, and like John Cena. Was it John Cena? No, maybe not John Cena. Some One of the wrestler actors had to uh, apo- apologize. Oh, that was John Cena. Oh, yeah, he yeah. apologized to China. Who actually speaks Chinese, if I'm not mistaken. He speaks Mandarin, Mandarin and he yeah. had to apologize for... Saying that uh, Taiwan was a country, or recognizing that it was a country, because they like basically seceded from Chinese takeover, right?
1: Yeah. So, so Taiwan, Taiwan is actually called the Republic of China (ROC). They consider themselves their own country, right? Mainland China says, "Well, no, you belong to us." They're like, "Fuck off, China! You are a rogue." a rogue province of China. We do not recognize you as a country. And this is why China and the United States keep going back and forth. Now, I always was under the belief that we had pledged to protect Taiwan against anybody. And and apparently back in the day, that was true. But that has since changed and that's why the biden administration always backpedals when they're asked that question. And then sleepy joe comes on and says, "Oh yeah, we'll defend Ch- Taiwan." Well, boy, didn't that cause a row? Because everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh no, no, you can't say that. You can't say that." <laughs> Come on, Jack. Because that's not the case now because of xyz treaty or this agreement that we that we came to with China saying that, you know, we're not going to help Taiwan militarily or anything like that but that's not true we are here's a question for you do you think like uh, because obviously like
0: china and russia america canada south america they're all big continents right like do you think that they should be meddling in other
1: countries like affairs to that effect well here's part of the problem with the united states and england for that matter we are, and I don't think anybody can disagree with this. We are an imperialistic nation. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we stick our nose into everybody else's business. Be- world police, dog. Because, and, and that's the whole premise of it, that we're the world police. But what it is, is we can't allow country A to mess with country B. Because we have a vested interest financially in country B. It all might comes be, down to fucking money. That's all it comes down to. We, we're getting oil from this country. We're getting computer chips from Taiwan. Taiwan is the leading computer chip manufacturer in the world.
0: I just feel like there's this this weird, it's like other cultures, like why are we sticking our nose in all these other cultures? Do you know what I mean? It's like I I, I honestly feel like we don't really have You know, that's not really our right or our place to do that. Do you know what I mean? Well, lots of times. I feel like it's like, well, it's their culture. We're not part of that culture. Why are we fucking with it?
1: Well, I think maybe shitty stuff is going on. I think I think most of the time we shouldn't get involved.
0: Yeah. But like even if there's like something shitty going on, it's like, is it really our place to go into another culture and like be the the mediator or the protector? It's like, I don't know. Okay, so think about all I don't right. Know if that's us, do you know what I mean? No, I, I know like exactly what you say. So that think, culture should work their own shit out in whatever fashion they need to. I guess I don't know because that might what be it, fucked up. Okay, but.
1: so what it boils down to is that we don't want China or Russia to have undue influence over these countries, right? Because we don't want Russia or China biting into our profitability. Yeah. that's what that all comes down to. And I guess because you, you don't see to, Ru- uh, you don't see Russia run into the aid of every little country that gets into a squirmish. I mean, if they do, they do it covertly, right? Right, and I mean that's just like how we're stepping in to fucking help Ukraine against Russia when we're not even absolutely sure what Russia's doing. And, 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 and here's how things are ramping up in Ukraine. And this goes back to my idea that we should become more of a uh, nationalist society. I really do, and I'd be interested to uh, kind of get to take on uh, the you listeners. Uh, let me know what you think on that because I don't want to be, I guess there's a difference between nationalism and isolationism. Like, I don't think we could be isolationists, but I think that we can be, to a degree, a nationalist country. We need to take care of ourselves because we, are, we spend billions and billions and billions of dollars, American taxpayer dollars, all over the world protecting other countries, Giving them foreign aid, including Israel. Oh, yeah. Giving, giving like, billions of dollars that nobody says fucking two words about. For yeah, you know, you know, every, Everybody fucking cries about all the money was sent sending oh, to shit. Ukraine, which, which I agree, I'm crying about it, too. I don't think we should be sending Ukraine all this money because we don't really know what the fuck is going on over there. But I think that money spent at home, especially in times like this, is really what we should be doing.
0: Like you should be giving millions of dollars or billions of dollars away to other countries when America still has all these problems. Especially when it's like inflation, homelessness, school okay. shootings. Yeah. Okay. So here all it is. This industry.
1: No crashing. money. No money to fortify or harden schools against school shooters. There's no money for that. We have no money for the southern border. What are we up to? Five million people coming across the border now. We have no money for that because, you know, they were telling Trump they had no money for the wall, no money for the wall, which would be fucking chump change compared to what we're sending to Ukraine. We have no money for social programs. We have no money to help the homeless situation. Big news in our local capital city down here of Concord, the fucking homeless camps, right? There's a whole huge argument online about that this week where these camps have their own political system They've got booby traps for people to try to come in. Jesus. They have watchtowers. No, you didn't read that? This is fucking... Oh, yeah. They're the new Native Americans. It's basically that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is people say, well, these people, they need help. Well, they do need help. Do but, they want
0: help, though? That's well, okay,
1: so thing. I was just going to get to that. So so a lot of these people, they don't want help. They're, they're They're either alcoholics or they're drug addicts, which is a huge problem in New Hampshire, like... The opiate crisis and drug, drug
0: infested den, baby.
1: Drug, yeah. The drug problems in New Hampshire are like crazy. They're pretty bad, and in they some areas. they actually stopped even talking about that on the news. Like that was that was front page news like for years here. And what's interesting is that when Maggie Hassan, who's senator now, who's up for re-election, which hopefully General Baldick beats her, which goes again to let's see what the election machines do. Uh, she was awarded for the state of New Hampshire. I forget how many millions of dollars to help with the opiate problem. And she took that fucking money. She didn't open a single recovery house, not a one. As a matter of fact, recovery houses were actually shutting down because they were bankrupt. They could get absolutely zero help from the state government. Yeah. When the US government on the federal level Sent the state of New Hampshire millions of dollars to help out with this situation, use that money for something else, and then use some of that money to say, Oh, look at me. I've got a balanced budget. Right.
0: So I think, like with homelessness and uh, the drug problems uh, throughout the U.S., I think that, you know, obviously they're sending millions of dollars to Israel and in Ukraine stuff like that, which no, is. Buckley, just, it's, it's, a bunch, billions, sorry, it's billions. Sorry, billions. 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 They're sending a shit ton of money. To these other places. And there is this notion that, like, obviously, the drug addicts and homeless people, they're not all going to want help, right? But I think you can allocate some of that money that, you know, hey, even a fraction or a certain percentage of the money that we're giving away to other countries. You could take some of that money and start programs that were like, uh, you know, maybe government funded or nonprofit uh, style organizations and set up these programs for, for people that actually want to get help that can independently like enroll into them. And it's a program set up to get them help. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of sending it away. Cause I mean, obviously it would be a
1: small fraction
0: too. Like obviously some people want to be homeless and they like doing that shit, but you don't think if there was like a program where it's like, okay, like you're going to come into this program. um, You got to stay clean. um, We're going to give you a place to live. We're going to start helping you out with some, like, uh, job searches and getting you a job and then finding you housing and then maybe finding you a car, you know, once you work with certain steps and stuff like that. And now you have a car. Now you have a place to live. Now you have a stable job. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Shit like that. And you can do that from either side.
1: But I do. Right. But you said the magic thing, though. You said the magic thing. This is why <laughs> this is why these people prefer to be homeless. What do you mean? Because you said you got to stay clean. These people don't want to stay clean. Right. Well, that parents, was that was basically what that whole argument was about.
0: Right, but I think I think that I, I honestly feel like that is in some cases not always the truth. Cuz if you're addicted to a drug it, it is hard to get off of it. If you're homeless it's hard to be, be not
1: homeless. Break out of
0: the cycle. Right. Yeah, it, and I mean who th- I can afford
1: who can afford fucking rent in New Hampshire anyway? But
0: I think if there were some easily accessible programs That could help a lot of that. But I do think you're going to run into an issue that, like, who's ever at the top of the branch of homelessness, right, they solve homelessness. They're not going to be making any money. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Same if there was somebody in charge of, like, working towards drug rehabilitation in a state. Let's like, well, if they solve it, then they're going to have to fucking— lose money if it gets good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. I don't know if i said that correct. No, I know what
1: you're saying. So what you're saying is these say these recovery places are getting state money or federal money. Well, if they run out of people to help recover, then they're no longer needed. Right. And the person at the top doesn't get that. Scratch. Yeah. The, even the nonprofits, the CEO makes good money. So the company you used to work for, we're not going to mention any names. People, because they were brought up in that conversation, too. They were saying, well, you apply to go in there to get help for recovery. The waiting list is literally months long. Yeah. Make more of those places. Make more of those places. Yeah. Simple. Right. Take some of that money. Okay, so we sent I forget what the total was, 80 billion to Ukraine or something like that. Right. Might even be more than that now. Okay, why can't you take a billion? Right. One (laughs) 80th. Of that. Or there's fifty states in this fucking country. That's fifty billion. That's less than eighty. Yeah. Give each state a billion dollars. What do you think a state could do with a billion dollars to help the drug problem? A state like New Hampshire that's fucking small. Right. But what right. I'm saying is, like based on population. Well yeah,
0: no, I guess But, I but get what I'm you're
1: saying, saying is if you give a politician a fucking billion dollars. They're going to spend maybe a fraction of that on the intended program, yeah. And the rest of it, they're just going to fucking squander.
0: Yeah, and then the other thing with this too, and I, I have, and
1: that, up. and that's what's fucked up. There's no accountability for where this money goes.
0: I have a fucking problem with this too. I've always thought this about the mental health industry as well as like drug drug rehabilitation. Because uh, a lot of that stuff goes towards, like, you know, people with mental illness and all of that stuff. Like, the education, I feel like, needs to be more accessible to people. Do you know what I mean? I, you don't need to go get a fucking master's degree to, like, counsel someone in a therapy setting, in my opinion. No. I, I honestly believe that. As well as, like, a LADAC licensure, which is, like, usually drug counseling or drug rehabilitation. Like, you don't need to go spend thousands of dollars dollars to get that uh, to acquire that education to 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 help somebody do you know what i mean so i feel like that in itself too like deters a lot of people cuz it's like you could probably maybe take like a a year program And be able to do a lot of the stuff.
1: Like a a certificate program.
0: Yeah. Like Like maybe
1: not even a year.
0: Like maybe a year, maybe a two-year program. And you could have a pretty firm understanding and grasp of mental health counseling and LADAC counseling. Um, And then maybe like, you know, you could continue taking trainings, whatever. But like that education in itself isn't very accessible because it's like if you want to be a mental health counselor or a layout counselor, you got to do like – I believe it's a master program for mental health counseling – not quite sure what LADAC is, but I think it's a master's program for uh, drug rehabilitation. Explain what is LADAC? I think it's it's uh, like, uh, maybe I'm saying the wrong word. Basically, drug and alcohol rehabilitation licensure, um, like degree.
1: And who makes the best counselors for that? What do you mean? Who, for drug and alcohol recovery, who, who would be the best counselors for that? Like people? Yeah. Oh, I don't fucking know. Recovering addicts maybe recovering alcoholics who have been through the ditches maybe who have brought themselves up and who has taken these classes and use some of what they, you know, their experiences to help other people to get out of the addiction. But it all comes down to the whole nationalist thing, right? Stop sending money all over the world to protect all these other nations, to feed other nations, to give them energy, to give them electricity, to give them fucking everything that we give them spend some of that shit here on our own people. Why are why are veterans fucking homeless? Why are veterans committing suicide at the rate that they commit suicide? All right. I mean, I know that that has probably a lot to do with PTSD, but PTSD comes down to mental health. Yeah. So so we need more mental health and you're not going to get it at the VA.
0: But to be like a mental health counselor, that's like 6 years of school.
1: Right, and what your argument is is that you think it could be done on way less. I, I know it can, and, and I think it can be also.
0: I know for a fact it can,
1: yeah. and you shouldn't have
0: to spend that much fucking money mm. to to be able to like help somebody in that way. In my opinion,
1: I think the biggest thing is 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 uh, hmm. I know it's cliche, but you got to give these people hope Man. because these these people I I think know that the system is so messed up; they've fallen through the cracks. Nobody gives two shits about them you know, as far as they're concerned, you know, other than their family members who are concerned. I mean, my youngest brother was living in homeless camps fucking because he had no place else to go because he couldn't get his shit together. All right. So, I mean, there's an example, like he would call me, oh, I've got no place to stay. And I'm like, well, you've created so much problems for me and, and just everything like that. And you're like, you're not staying with me. Sorry. I mean, there's plenty of places that the family owns that you can go like hang out. But I mean, he used to live up here in one of our apartments, like fucking refused to pay rent, would have all his little drug parties. And we had to put a stud cops up there all the time. We had to put a stop there, like, we can't have that craziness here. No. So what I mean, so when he was given up, given a place to stay, he fucking ruined it. And I think you'll find that that's what most of these people do. And then the people that want to break out of the cycle that need help know that they can't get help. So they stay in that hopeless mindset and they just continue to do what they're doing, which is a cycle. It's cyclical. It, it, it's the fucking infer, infinity sign. It just never ends. It just goes on and on and on and on until they fucking die. Yeah. Either from, you know, drug induced, uh, maybe get shot during a burglary, which can happen in this state, like health problem, like very easily. Or you're going to have health problems that eventually kill you. Yeah, it's just the whole fucking thing is sad, and that's why I'm, that's what it comes down to. What I'm saying: stop spending money overseas. Stop spending money here. Start spending the money here. Help these people out. Like, like they're making this big deal. Oh, the uh, the government's going to give all these states money to help out with heating oil cost. Okay, so so that means that's for low income people. Well, what about? Heating cost relief for everybody because none of us asked for this. I mean, we're fine with paying two, $3 a gallon for heating oil, but five, six, seven. And they're saying it could go to 10. Who the fuck is going to afford $10 a gallon for heating oil in January and February. And that's if we even have any heating oil. All right. Now, In defense of that, if you burn heating oil, there's all kinds of different shit you can burn. It all does the same thing. You can burn kerosene, which is cleaner. Kerosene is what you have to use if you have an outside storage tank because kerosene won't freeze. Heating oil will freeze. Mm. It'll gel. You can use off-road diesel. You can use on-road diesel. Right now, off-road diesel is 25 cents a gallon less than heating oil. That's just to give you like some examples. So, I mean, I can remember times when money was tight. I'd go down and fill up like 50 gallons of off-road diesel and throw it in my house or throw it in the garage. Mm. You know what I mean? Just to heat the place. It, it sucks coming into a 40-degree like place where you got to work. Right. Because it takes like three hours to bring it up to temperature. Yeah. But, I mean, those, those were days like, like back during the housing crash when just fucking everything just went to shit. Back in the day, yeah, but I but I remember those days. You know, I don't fucking forget that shit. That's good. That means, but you're but, anyways, the Alzheimer's but anyways, but anyways, I think uh, we should stop spending money all over the world. I really do. And this thing, and <laughs> this thing, and this thing in Ukraine is escalating. Now we're not seeing videos, but we're hearing how Russia is bombing the shit out of Ukraine. But we're allegedly, not, but again, in a world where everybody has a smartphone in their pocket and you know they have starlink over there skynet that they can upload to the internet thank you elon how come we're not getting any video of that censorship i no, yeah well it could be that or i think we're just <laughs> i think that i think that it's the wag the dog i really do yeah i mean i mean i'm sure people are suffering and i feel bad for them however outside governments are extending this the United States, UK, all these all these countries are like, oh no, you need to go to war with Russia,
0: for you whatever reason they they fucking to want to Russia. go to war with
1: Russia. That's like that's like the main objective is to go to war with Russia. No, don't do it. Don't bite. Yeah. So you so you see what else is kind of scary, and, and I actually bite. It's something else that they're reporting a lot in the news. Of course, again, take it with a grain of salt. That Iran, they're saying it's imminent. Could happen any day now. Iran is threatening to attack Saudi Arabia. Um, why? Well, because Iraq and Saudi Arabia, they're enemies anyways. Hmm. But I don't know how that would be uh, like to Iran's advantage. Is that American news? It's news coming out of uh, Europe. Oh, news coming out of Europe. And... But, but let's look at the big picture. I
0: feel like it might just be news for.
1: Well, well what have we heard recently about how China, Russia, Iran, Saudi Arabia all want to. Uh, and what is the what is the they call in the countries? There's a term for it where they want to make their own currency and they just want to trade amongst each other and they want to get rid of the U.S. Petrodollar. So if Iran and Saudi Arabia are both part of that, why would they want to go to war? Right. That's why I feel like, I mean, that
0: doesn't make any sense. So like what I was saying, it, it feels like maybe that's like something being put out there so it can give them to give the UK or the USA cause to go in there and be like, well, there's conflict between these two countries. So we can, so we need to go in there and police it. But in reality, it's because they want to break up that, you know, independence trading system that gets them away from the US well, dollar.
1: Okay, so Do so I mean? so that could be because look at the big picture. If Iran attacks Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia is making deals with Russia. They're also making deals with China. They told the United States to go fuck ourselves. <laughs> Joe Biden went over there, begged them to not Reduce the amount of oil that they produce.
0: Come on, Jack.
1: And remember that came down to the, what was that? uh, Two million barrels a day or something, which is 14 million barrels a week. Nice. Good math. He wanted wanted Saudi Arabia to hold off on that until after the midterms. Mm. Saudi Arabia disclosed after that he did that because that was in secret that nobody was supposed to know about that. So Saudi Arabia is basically telling us, you know what? Fuck you. We're get, we're going to we're going to, you know, we're going to cut cut production by 2 million barrels a day. So this is why Biden has to start releasing oil from the strategic reserve because he has to artificially lower the price of gas leading up to the midterms to make the Democrats look good. So here's another thing that I'm a little concerned about. What is going to happen after the midterms? not only could we have massive turmoil like on the political side with the American citizens after the midterms, number one, (laughs) but what is going to happen after the midterms, say when the Democrats all lose, which, you know, probably a percentage of them won't, but to say, if there is a red wave, what is going to happen to the price of gas after that? Because here's, Here's what the here's what the outgoing democrats are going to do. That election takes place here, nobody takes office until like in January, right? So they've got a couple of months where they can wreak total havoc. Yeah. They're going to do scorched earth policy while they're still in office.
0: Whoa, whoa, what's that? Scorched earth policy? Sounds apocalyptic.
1: Well, it is. They're going to fucking destroy anything and everything they can. Right up to the day they have to leave office, and then they're going to leave it to the Republicans to try to fucking fix it and
0: blame it on them.
1: And they're going to blame the Republicans. It's Trump running. This is a midterm election. Oh shit! It's not a presidential election. <laughs> oh my god! You fuck it really? I don't pay attention to that shit. I guess not. I don't vote. But okay, so it doesn't fucking matter if you vote. You still should know what's going on globally. I, I do sort of. Okay, so 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 anyway, so so we have that. And then we have, you know, everything's probably going to go right through the roof. and Like, all bets are going to be off after these midterms. Doesn't matter who wins. Because now they're on the other side of the elections. Fucking what difference does it make? You know, we've been lied to for like two years now. In an in, in actuality, we've probably been lied to for the last 50 or 100 years. Our whole lives. But what, So so what would be the next thing to happen? If Iran attacks Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, are they going to call us? I don't know. I mean, is this just a ruse? It doesn't even matter. Yeah, though, but but like. check out this angle. I feel like it doesn't matter. Check out this angle. If Saudi Arabia, who we have pledged to protect, even though they stick it in us every time they possibly can. Sexy. If they get under attack by Iran, normally they would come to the United States for protection. Now, the United States can say, well, you know, you kind of fucked us over on that oil deal. So maybe you should, like, handle this one on your own. What are they going to do? They're going to go to Russia.
0: I think that whatever America wants to do, they'll just go in there and do it if they have cause or if they want to. And they'll just make up the cause.
1: Well, we would go and tell everyone we would go into Saudi Arabia to secure oil fields, just like the reason why we went into Iraq for the oil. That was not the whole 9-11 bullshit thing that was not about fucking nine eleven
0: terrorists. I just think there's like some countries that like the U.S. and China and Russia and that are just, you know, power players basically. And it's like no matter what, it's like they'll just do what they want to do and make up a reason for it, even if it's not the reason.
1: Right now, I can I can actually equate this to a great big poker game. Right,
0: there's a lot of wheeling and, and dealing, and, and all these bluffs and-
1: all these countries are sitting at the poker table, and they're all trying to out bluff each other. They're all trying to up the ante on each other, and it's all gonna see. It's all gonna come down to when they put them flop cards down the river and all their motherfucking Texas Hold'em terms. When that final card goes down, that's gonna be fucking end game.
0: Right, but. I think a lot of that and we talk about this a lot is like by design. There's all this it's like, oh, what's Russia doing? Oh, what's uh Saudi Arabia doing? What's Iran doing? What's the US doing? And all this shit, but it's like all orchestrated, so it's like the end game is the same. And so when you think about that it's like Everything seems kind of chaotic, but when you know where it's kind of leading and pushing everything towards globally, then it's like, okay, well, it's not really. Well, now, if you just, keep that in mind that that's the ultimate goal is like that one world government control, then it doesn't look so chaotic. So you're like, okay, it's a lot of random, a lot of random shit going on, but it's all to push towards that direction.
1: Right, but when you when you look at the big picture, it, it all it is all just a big game, but. Yeah. but look at look at like where the chips <laughs> like all the people of the of the of the world, all the working class people of the world, where the chips or where the pawns on the chess chess table. Right? right. And it's like so we're the ones paying the fucking price. while well, they're still making fucking millions of dollars. Look at Pelosi, how much money and we're going to get into her in a little bit. I bet you want to get into her, But run. but it's like, you know, <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, but we're the ones in all seriousness. Yeah. We're the ones paying the fucking price. Yeah. We're the ones paying. You know, I mean, gas is down to three and change. I think I paid three sixty five a gallon this morning.
0: They say they care about you, but they don't. They do not care. They don't they, give a fuck
1: about you. They and they don't have to. They don't because they can get into office by stealing elections. When they're in office. They can do insider trading so they can make as much money as possible. They're living comfortably. What the fuck do they care about us? Do you
0: think they care if you're like, you can't feed your kid? No, they don't care if you lose your house. Do you think they care if you uh, you end up having some crazy health issue and you can't afford uh, health insurance and you end up dying or a loved one ends up dying? They don't give a fuck about that because they have money. They're in a position of power and you're just you're, you're not, minced meat, baby. That's all you are.
1: Right. That's all we are as pawns. But we are the ones paying our price they're paying the price. So it's just another transfer of wealth. We're the ones carrying the load. What and and we always have and we fucking always will. Now every every extra dollar we've made, like any working class person, every extra dollar that you made, maybe to have a little buffer, is all going out the fucking window now. And where where one person spends a dollar, somebody else is making a dollar. So 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 that upper one percent is making all the fucking money and we're doing all the work. There's something wrong with that. Now I'm not talking fucking being socialist or communist. I'm talking about
0: society set up.
1: I'm talking about a capitalist society working the way that it should work fucking properly.
0: Well corporations and taxes is like how they charge people. Just the consumerism, which we've talked about a lot, is like this society is set up, especially America, but other countries as well and continents. It's uh, set up so you can consume, 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 well, spend, spend money, advertisement, advertisement, but everything.
1: Well, we no all know what that what. this is a consumer based economy, but it's going to be fucking derailed if nothing can come to the stores to people to buy now, now when I consume, I consume necessities. I don't buy anything I don't need, but I do buy electricity. I do buy whatever it takes to heat my home. You know what I mean? Yeah. To give me hot water. I do buy whatever I need in my pantry because you need to eat. Like, like I spend money on necessities. I don't spend money on frivolous shit. I just don't. Only fans. And it's like, you still see people out there, like, oblivious to what's going on in the world. Out there just spending money left and right on shit. I mean, I forget what the actual figure is, what people spend on just Halloween. Fuck ton. It's as much as Christmas. Well, it's probably not as much as Christmas, but it's... So there's this thing in my mind, it's like,
0: yes... Uh, like you talk about kind of like this this shutdown of stuff, especially with the prices of gas and oil and all of that. And like we know corporations want to make money, so it's like in reality, how true do we think that is, that they're just going to like stop producing products, especially when we know everything's heavily controlled. But the other side of this, I guess, or one of the other sides, is like when you look at the whole spiritual war uh concept that many people believe is going on, it's like, these people that are in control of everything, they're not really out 100% for money, because they have all the money they probably possibly need, all the uh, positions of power, control that they need, so it's like, if the battle is over, I guess, say your soul, quote, unquote, then... Maybe the idea that, like, well, these corporations that just want to make money and are controlled by these people, then, well, maybe they necessarily don't give a fuck about making money because they already have plenty.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's the mindset of rich people because here's the mindset of rich people.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: There's no such thing as too much money.
0: Well, that goes against the whole spiritual war concept. Right, you but, know what I mean? but
1: you take any rich fucker that's out there, What's their goal every morning? Get Mine. up and make more money. Yeah, it's never enough. It's kind of sad, though. It's very sad. Hey, you know, I think about this when it, let's get into a little philosophical oh, fucking here conversation. We go. I think about this. The
0: Wicked Planet philosophy session. I think has about started.
1: this. This is what I think about. Okay, so you see it—just people that my family knew, or my dad did business with, or whatever—all became like pretty well-off people, right? So they all had this money. They consumed their whole life with making money. They'd screw anybody over whatever it took to make a buck, right? Like they didn't care. And that's just on a, a lower level. Like like that. Don't even take that up to like politician grade. Yeah. Right? So these people are like, like to politicians, these people are rookies, right? Right. But just say, uh, oh, I'll give you one example. A good friend of mine owned a concrete company. Did concrete floors. He was probably the best like in New England, like hands down. Worked all over New England, did big contracts, had all the right machinery, had the big the big machines that were all computer and laser controlled to make the floors level. I mean, this guy probably had thirty or forty employees, did all like all the big hospitals. You go to any hospital in the state of New Hampshire, this guy built them. You know what I mean? Right. Fucking very well off, like very well off. So we're
0: talking those like millions of dollars for th- those. Buildings. Worth, worth, worth in the millions. Well, I mean like one of those buildings you like when you do a project like that, you're given like a, a an estimate. Do you know what I mean? Like that you're going to give you so much money to build this building. Do you know right. Well, I mean?
1: he didn't build the builders per se, but he did all the floors. Oh, OK, so every floor is every floor. Every story has a concrete floor. Right, and I mean, he would come and grab me, and we would go. I remember when they were doing the auditions up at Hitchcock, up at uh, Dartmouth, wherever uh, uh, Hitchcock uh, Medical Center is or Dartmouth Medical Center. Oh, Ronnie, take a ride with me. What are you doing today? What are you doing? He'd call me at, like five thirty in the morning. What are you doing today? I said, Well, I'm going to work. I think you can get away for a little bit? I, I just I want to talk. It was funny. He'd always want to talk to me, like 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 run shit by me when he was having trouble, like in his personal life, because he knows you're smart. Well, yeah, that and he was my next door neighbor. <laughs> I that too? But, but, great guy. Fuck, he really did a bunch of work for my family. Like so when you start building up, giant he he fence. did all the fucking concrete work at my house. I mean, just a great guy. He was always there for you, and we would do all the all, keep his whole fleet looking good. If there was anything got dented or anything got rusted, any of the equipment got started looking raggedy, he'd have us do all that, paint it. Great guy. So, anyways. He gets to a certain point in his life, then the housing, the housing thing happened, and that shut the economy down, like back in 08. Well, it didn't really start hitting into like uh, 2012, 2013. Now these big companies, these big corporations that are worth millions of dollars were putting out their concrete work to bid, right? And he would spend, you know, pay his guy who was amazing, his estimator to do all the site plans, all the drafting, all the, all the you know, this is what it's going to cost. Prepare the estimate, the proposal, right? <laughs> and, and these companies would say, well, we're going to go with company this guy because they're $5,000 less. $5,000 less on a fucking million dollar project. And he got pissed because he's like, here I am, I have these razor, they're called laser screens, I got these laser screen machines. There are like $150,000 a piece. I got five of them. I got all these concrete pumpers, which would pump the concrete up, you know, however many stories. He says, I have all this shit. He says, and I'm fucking competing with a guy with two trucks, a bunch of drunks working for him, a wheelbarrow and a shovel. He said, give me a fucking break. He said, "This, this is my time to get out. So that's what he did. He shut his company down. And of course, that used to stress him out like big time. Keep in mind, this guy was a recovering alcoholic, recovering drug addict. Stayed clean for literally decades. <laughs> but then he started backsliding a little. Ooh. Like my wife said, oh, I saw your buddy he was out at the bar and he was cocked. And I'm like, oh, great. Okay. It, well not cool when you're supposed to be recovering. I mean, this guy had a family and a business and he was a very well-known businessman, you know, acting fucking crazy out at the bar. (laughs) But anyways, but I I also knew that he was getting back into the Coke, which was his drug of choice. And, you know, it all came down to, in the end, he sold off his business. He sold off all his equipment he invested in a rental company that rents equipment. He was the money man for that. Invested a couple million dollars in that. And they were paying him. So he's he had nothing to do but sit back and collect money. That's all he had to do. He didn't have to fucking do nothing. Go, go. Idle hands. He could go buy whatever he wanted. He could go do this. He could go do that. He didn't, fucking, he didn't have to worry about money ever in his life. Fucking guy gets back into drugs. Woof. He's down on the Cape redoing one of his daughter's houses (laughs) and you're supposed to be somewhere at a certain time. He wasn't. So they went looking for him face down in a pile of Coke, just like Tony, Tony Montana. Dead, dead.
0: Jesus.
1: That's a rough story. Got into, got into some Coke that was laced with fentanyl. Oh, okay. So, but, but the moral of the story is don't do Coke. This fucking guy, they would be out there running trucks, would be leaving his back his back business out behind my house. three thirty, four 4 o'clock in the morning. Every day and on the weekends, right? Worked his ass off his whole life. Yeah, he went off and had fun. He took his family on vacation. I mean, he did all the normal shit. But the point is, is he didn't have to fucking do that. He could have went and lived his life. Maybe he didn't have to do you know million dollar projects. Maybe he could have done hundred thousand dollar projects. Right, but he did all this, and the fucking guy dies, and he never got to enjoy his life. Mm. Work hard, play hard, and this die, right, die right. Hard. But lots of people do that. So now, who is spending all that money that you worked your whole life with, sacrificed? your time with your family sacrificed everything that you had in your life that should mean something to you. And you fucking go out the door with nothing and somebody else is spending all your money living high off the hog.
0: Well, this is what I, this is what I have to say. I think the existence that we have and the notion that we have to we basically live our lives to make money It's extremely sad to me. And I guess this is one of those stories, but it's like to live a life where you just make, where you seek out to make as much money as possible and nothing else, it just seems so like one dimensional, one dimensional to me in the grand scheme of like life, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it seems like there's other stuff, more avenues and aspects of life that are like, way more important but society is focused on solely that whether it's by design whether it was the Egyptian monetary system whether it's that slave system going in but I feel like that alone it keeps people at a lower level of maybe its frequency maybe it's existing or being but that that whole it's just frustrating because it's like you lit like just look at that guy Wanted to make money. Fucking ends up
1: dying. Right, but what I'm saying was money. There was never enough money. Right. He had plenty of money, but in his mind, there was not enough. I need to keep making money. need to keep making money. Even when he sold his company out, he invested in this other company, which gave him a shitload of fucking stress. Right. And uh, it is just, it, it, and you fucking die and, with nothing. You, you come in bare ass, you go out bare ass. Right. And it's not the only way. Another friend of mine, this guy was a hustler. Hustled, 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 seven days a week. Like, worked like a madman. He's out delivering a piece of equipment. He climbs up on the back of the piece of equipment to tie it down. Slips and falls, comes down, cracks his head on the corner of the trailer. Steel trailer. Falls like 10 feet, hits his head. Fucking dead. Two months later, Uh, I went to the hospital three fucking times and hung out with that guy. Held his hand. Talked to him to try to get him to fucking acknowledge that somebody was there or wake up or just come out of whatever he was in. Yeah, I mean, I was extremely close with this guy, extremely close with this guy. Was instrumental, helped me build my house, helped me, did a lot, fucking did anything for me. And that fucking guy, again, had a huge junkyard, really could, he could have just junked everything he owned for steel and never had to work another day in his life. (laughs) but he fucking didn't do it. But like, are we, I don't
0: think, I don't think society is capable of breaking out of that money, that money,
1: the money grab, the money thing. But don't you think this is part, this is why I said it's philosophical because that's the mindset of like, a lot of people, like even as Americans, like so like, many people, like, you know, we talk about kids get indoctrinated in school. Dude, we're all indoctrinated.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like we got to indoctr- wake up and go to work to make money.
1: We're indoctrinated into the American fucking capitalist system. Yeah. And it's fucking sad. Look at me. I'm going to be 59 years old. I'm down in this fucking shops five days a week, sometimes six. Yeah. And then when I'm not here, I'm at home working. Because that's the mindset. Oh, you got to work. You got to do this. You can't. But fuck. People
0: don't fucking. Question you can't fuck it.
1: off. You can't fuck but off. People Even do not when...
0: question it either. It's like, well, this is what I have to do. I have to get up and I have to go to work. I have to make money, and that's like the the sole existence of so many people. I, I mean, I do it daily. You do it daily. Yeah, everyone does it daily. But like, you can't break out of it. How can you break out of that?
1: You know, and it really sucks because
0: sometimes that's probably you... why all the fucking people like are who are homeless are just like fuck it.
1: That's That was the parallel I was making.
0: (laughs) It's like, why would we want to go into this system that we know is bullshit? It's like, I got to wake up, I got to go to work to make money, to pay all my bills to these corporations and the elite government and then rinse, lather, repeat. It's like, fuck that. I can go live in a homeless encampment and do whatever the
1: fuck I want. Well, I mean, we all have things that we want. Like, we want to have a nice home. We want to have... Yes, yeah, money though.
0: It's all money. Focus right. on money. Get money. Get right. this. Get money. Get. But you that. have
1: to have necessities. You have to have food, shelter, and warmth. Right. Yeah. So, but here's something. Like, I'm a victim of this. Like, so you don't
0: need a two-story house, three-story house,
1: whatever. My wife is in Florida. She's been in Florida. She's actually coming <laughs> home tomorrow. I actually texted her yesterday. Why don't you stay another week? Stay a couple of years. Because she's da- but she's working. Like, she's down visiting her friend, our friends, but she's working every day, and it's like, so she messages me, and she says, I don't know, I might stay a little longer. I might stay, I said, fucking stay another week, stay two, I don't care.
0: Stay as long as you want. Well, no, it's because I
1: know that she is a hard worker. She just got done with this huge project, and she should have some fucking time off, right? But check this out. She messages me. Hey, do you want to come back down for Christmas? To Florida? Yeah. Uh, because little G will be out of school. You know, she gets two weeks off. First thing I said was, we'll have to see. Because I don't know where the world is going. Because now I'm letting what's going on in the outside world affect me personally. Right. As to whether I can take it. I haven't fucking. I have not been four wheeling all year. That's a bad sign. Ooh. I have not fucking taken a vacation since. I I can't no, no. I've had a vacation, but I can't remember when. I think you went to the Cape. Does that count? That was a long weekend. No, that was a long weekend. That that doesn't count. (laughs) And the fucking Cape is nice. I enjoy the Cape, but it's not a vacation. So, and I and I said to her, I don't know because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't even know what the money situation is going to be, because I've just spent sixteen hundred getting ready to spend another like basically two grand just to get us started in the heating season. December is Christmas. Her birthday is January. So we have all the vehicle registrations, which is a couple of grand by the time you're done. Don't know, you know, fucking what's going to be happening. If there's no diesel fuel of all this other shit, if this shit comes crazy, like nobody's going to be here fucking fixing their cars. Number one, they're going to be too messed up in the head. They're going to probably like, like during COVID, like nobody wanted, nobody cared about getting their cars inspected during COVID. Because the police weren't enforcing it. All right. So when the police don't enforce it, nobody's going to do it, right? So, so we weren't doing those. We weren't doing the repairs that are associated with that. So, I mean, yeah, things were different, right? But it's like, so I told her I'd really like to, but I'm going to have to say I can't because I know that she's going to Aruba in January. And I already said that, okay, I'm not going to be able to go to Aruba with you. Oh, you should go there. Yeah, but... I, my mindset is like i'm fucking so concerned about everything and what winter's going to cost change your mindset baby that i'm like i don't want to spend fucking 5 grand going to aruba when that money can be spent you know on other things you know i have a fucking big tax bill i'm paying off have you been to aruba before oh yeah oh. and i have and i have you know taxes i'm paying i'm i've got heating i've got materials i've got all this fucking shit that i got to pay for and I'm so afraid that, you know, something's gonna go south where, you know, it could get kind of tight that I'm telling myself you can't take any vacations. You should though. Like I would love to go to Florida for Christmas. We've take done it before. Either go to Aruba or Florida. Yeah, but it's it's still tough. December and January is the worst fucking months for me to go anywhere. Just fucking do it. Yeah. It's easier said than done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the but the point is i will go anywhere. But the point is, I know it wouldn't cost us anything to to stay there. You know? But I don't know. Maybe I should do it. You definitely
0: should. I don't know. You 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 talking to me right now it's sounding like you need to go
1: somewhere and fuck off. I do need to bit. do that. Buddy, this last weekend <laughs> Saturday I had all to myself. We came down and did the show. Yeah. I was so relaxed. Yeah. I had a nice afternoon. Yeah. I came down Sunday. I edited the show, put the show out. It was nice and calm. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. Good. It starts going right back into the show. You know what I'm saying, right? Because it's like Sunday. Okay, Monday, we're going to go. The shop's busy, which is good. I'm glad. Yeah. But it's like uh, now the whole cycle fucking continues, man. Cycle. I don't get breaks. You know, before I was with my wife, I hadn't taken a vacation in 10 years. Take a vacation. Literally did not take a vacation in 10 years. That's
0: your homework. Take so a vacation.
1: am I, I going to be a victim of this philosoph- philosophical part of the show we're talking about? We're
0: where all victims, I, Where Ron. all I do
1: is I work, I work, I work, I work, and then I fucking die. That's what everyone does. And then somebody else is like, oh, what's this old Harley Davidson? That's what everybody does, and then
0: some people get lucky and they get out of
1: it. Old. What's this old El Camino? Oh, what's this old, whatever, Impala SS? What what's is this, this whole yard full of cars? What is this old cool truck? Is these mine
0: now? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why you got to try and take do st- shit when you yeah, can. Know.
1: You know what I mean? You're not going to be here forever. Well, I didn't mean to go on a fucking, well, what was me rant, but because I'm not compl- You never hear me complain about work, do you? No, false. Well, I don't, comp- <laughs> well, I don't bitch and complain that, oh man, I got to work so hard. And everybody's getting stuff for free. Oh, well, no, no I never complain about that. I earned my fucking keep. Yeah. But sometimes you just got to say, you know what? Fuck I, it. I need to get out of here.
0: Fuck everything.
1: Yeah. Kinda. You know what I did Saturday after the show? Let's just go live with the homeless people. I went on a drive. Where'd you go? Just around just back around. roads, back roads. Oh, Nice. I just took back roads, drove around, was relaxing. You can't
0: just hop in your ATV and uh, go around here, places? No, no, not around here. There's no trails? No. Really? No. Um, Maybe that's just where I grew up. I mean,
1: I have a trail that goes to my house, but other than that, yeah, they don't like ATVs around here. Uh, Where I grew up, there was like ATV trails
0: all over the place. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just thought that was everywhere. I
1: guess there is a bunch of trails. I'm fixing an ATV for a customer right now, and he was telling me, oh, dude, you should go riding with us. We know there's all kinds of trails. Be like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I would definitely do that. I still, I still got to make it up north for a long weekend too. I have not even taken my razor for a ride this year, which is fucking ridiculous.
0: Ron, I think you're you're coming to a point where you need to unplug and
1: detox. I need to mentally detox from everything. So let's go on to the next thing. What is the next thing? I hope that wasn't too boring for everybody. Uh, <laughs> So the latest, greatest news is this lady, uh, what the hell is her name? Emily Oster? The Oyster Queen. Emily Oster wrote an op-ed in The Atlantic, and it's entitled, Let's Declare a Pandemic Amnesty. Who is this lady? She says, we need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark about COVID. You know what? Fuck your am- Amnesty. Yeah, fuck all that shit. That's dumb. She basically is writing and saying, "Well, you know, we know that we were rough, rough on all you people that refused the vaccine. We wanted to put you in camps. <laughs> all these celebrities would come out and say we were idiots, that we were retard[s], that we deserve to be We deserve to get sick and die. We weren't able to go to our businesses. We well, that's not true for me because I'm essential, but." We weren't allowed to go to church. You weren't allowed to go to the gym. You couldn't go to your favorite restaurant. A lot of people had to shut their businesses down.
0: Do you think this has anything to do towards, like, the angle of division? Do you know what I mean? Because I know, like, a lot of this shit, like, it divided a lot of, like, families This and divided the whole country. Right, and globally probably, too, as yeah. well. But, like, do you think it has to do with anything like that where it's like, well, you know, say I was fucking pissed at someone because they were vaccinated and I was speaking out against vaccinations and you got in a huge fucking squabble and maybe you aren't friends anymore and it's kind of going towards that like well maybe you guys should amend mend fences
1: okay so the whole problem with that is that they were freaking brutal about it yeah, and now they want a free pass they want to fucking get out of jail card they want to declare a pandemic amnesty when people like you, me, all the people in our podcast circle, lots of online patriots who we're going to have a visit with one tomorrow night, all said, Don't take this vaccine. It doesn't do what they say it's going to do. We looked at the science. I mean, we're not doctors, but we're smart. We figured out that it was a fucking scam probably after about two months in. Because in the beginning, I was, you know, not that I would take a vaccine, but in the beginning, I'm like, oh man, this could get kind of sketchy. <laughs> but then when you start seeing all the, all the like questionable things going on, you're like, ah, oh, dude, this is a fucking scam. Yeah. We're getting scammed. And this is why. I ended up going on dangerous world to do a show. We talked about it. And then this is why I ended up doing 50 random episodes for multiple shows. And this is why the wicked planet started because of, and if you listen, you go back and listen to some of our early episodes. We went hard on it. Like fucking hard. (laughs) Did we? (laughs) Oh yeah. And it's like now look at the hundreds and literally thousands of videos of people freaking out at other people for not wearing a mask you got fucking thrown out of a Petco, <laughs> and and all this stuff, and how they were like like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You, you know what? You mask. know what? Screw your freedom. And it's like, buddy, you're not even American. Shut the, fu- Shut the fuck up. the fuck up. Don't talk to us about freedom. Yeah. You know, you got that one. Uh, I forget which news guy it was. Was going on uh, how everybody was. You know, we should just fucking die. Let us let us die. We hope you get sick. So this chick that Which wrote... Which is
0: quite the opposite for like people that We
1: never said that. Like people that
0: don't want, like vaccines or didn't want to get it or speak out against it. It's we not, never said anything like, like that. We were, we were hoping ill fates for anyone that was vaccinated. It what was quite we used the opposite. To, what, what did like,
1: we used to say on the show? Hope none of this shit's true. We hope you're not going to get
0: sick. We hope n- none of the bad stuff that we talk about actually happens.
1: We are not telling you to not take it We're recommending you don't take it. If you want to take the vaccine, totally up to you. Just don't tell me that we got to take it, right? We said that continuously. We all have family members that have taken it. We all have close friends that have taken it. I am genuinely fucking scared for them. Yeah, well, God only... I am, uh, Buckley, seriously. I fucking
0: worry about my friends. Well, I hope that nothing like... Because it doesn't have to be like right away. Do you
1: know what I mean? Like, hopefully there's no health issues and like... But look at how many of them is is right away. Right, I know. Look at the example of this lady that did the script for that movie, Julia and Julia. This was just hitting the Instagram and all the news in the last day or so. They went back and they were looking at all this stuff. And she says, well, you know, basically saying, well, I know the people that don't take the vaccine. They'll be okay if they die. She just fucking dropped dead. Look at this coach. What's her name? Uh... I don't remember. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, but but uh, she was a she's a famous uh, food food writer. Had a food show or something, some shit like that. But but look at all the uh, the young uh, coach's son there. I forget which team it was. Football team. Uh, Thirty eight years old. Fucking drops dead, right? And all these other people like like uh, you know they got this movie coming out. Uh, died suddenly one of the first biggest searches you find on any search engine is people died. suddenly there's a huge Facebook group for died. Suddenly literally, I think over a hundred thousand people belong to that group. It's fucking Jeez. crazy. This shit is happening. And then look at all these mysterious deaths. Oh, well the doctor doesn't know why they died, but look at like, like I was just scrolling on Instagram, Tony Sirico, the guy that played uh Polly walnuts on Sopranos. He got sick and died, right? What all these other people, all these celebrities we know are fucking dropping dead. Just people dropping dead everywhere. Like in the doctors are quote unquote baffled. You know, you've heard me say that a million times. But okay, I posted that video, that reel today from the European Union with a lady come out and said, listen, we know they're lying to us. What do we do now? Where the fuck do we go from here? Because now we're being lied to. Look at all the censorship, all the people whose accounts were canceled, all the people whose accounts were fucking deleted, people that were permanently suspended from Twitter. And I'm not even going to get into the Twitter thing. Who is that lady? The lady that uh, from the uh, European Union. They had a big meeting. You didn't see that reel I posted today? No, I did. She's from the European Union. Yeah. Which is like the Workers Union or? European Union of Nations. Uh-oh. We talked about the European Union. Yeah. It's okay. all the big countries of Europe. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, and she comes out and said, now now that we know that we've been lied to, you know, where do we go from here? Look at all the fucking damage and shit that they inflicted on us, the non-vaxxed people. All these politicians that did this, all the lockdowns, all these fucking people like Cuomo and Newsom and all these other people that made fucking life miserable for people that were unvaccinated. Right. Like, like Like we were being discriminated against.
0: Right, and she right. talks about in that video. She talks about their plan for 2023 to get the unvaccinated vaccinated.
1: Yeah, they're still pushing it.
0: Like they still want to. Like, try like and get we know it doesn't vaccinated. work.
1: We know it doesn't work. Why are you fucking still pushing it? Right, drop it. Drop the whole vaccine thing. Drop COVID. Do you see what's going on in China? China has the zero COVID policy. Right. Where they did just... you see the people were at fucking Disneyland in China? And some people tested positive for COVID. They shut the whole. People were fucking running out of Disneyland because they were going to shut Disneyland down and lock it down and lock the fucking people in
0: it. Fuck.
1: You didn't see that?
0: I did not know. Yeah. That's so sketchy. It also Foxconn. is
1: so sketchy on that shit. Foxconn, the company that makes your iPhones, same thing. It showed videos of people. Of course, it's from China. So we got to take it with a grain of salt. But these are reports that are coming out on all news agencies, alternative and mainstream people running out of Foxconn because they don't want to get locked in. Because Uh. something about China, like if they lock you in for COVID, like they don't have to feed you. You all die. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Or you end up in a workers camp. Well, fucking Foxconn is a workers camp. Right. It's already a workers, already fucking slave labor. Why do you think Apple's the most richest company in the world? i got my iPhone 10 in my hand right here. This fucking thing probably cost $2 to produce. Oh, yeah. It was fucking $800 when I bought that fucking phone. Yeah. And when it first came out, it was a grand. Go see what an iPhone 14 fucking cost. This is an example of these big corporations using fucking slave labor, and we're just buying into the game. Right. We're the ones making them fucking rich. When they could probably take this iPhone and sell it to you for 100 bucks and fucking make a profit. Yeah, but they got to mark it up, baby. But, I mean, getting back to this amnesty thing. All right, so now you're expecting us to say. It's okay. okay. Yeah, it's fine. You know it's what? It's fine. I understand. You were blinded by fucking lies. Yeah. You were blinded by the science. Blinded by science. Wasn't that a song, Thomas Dolby? Blinded by the light. No, different song. Oh. Anyways, by the anyways, what I'm saying is they pushed their narrative. They pushed their science. Their science, not real fucking science, their science. And they wanted everybody to fucking drink the Kool-Aid, take the vaccine, and now people are fucking dropping dead, which leads me to believe to the other theory that we always had that this is part of the depopulation agenda. Go check out the Deagle Report. I think we should forgive them. Fuck that. (laughs) Go on the Deagle Report. I'm a really bad grudge holder. Did you ever know that? You're stubborn. I'm a fucking grudge holder. Check out the Deagle Report. Just Google it. (laughs) Actually, use the Brave browser. Look at what the projected population of every nation is going to be in 2025. It's an eye-opener. There is actually people on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok that have had all their accounts fucking deleted and banned who have posted stories and graphics from the Deagle report because they don't want this to come out. You notice we haven't heard anything about the Georgia Guidestones that said we need to bring world population down to 500 million people, which is a half a billion, All right? which is a lot less than 8 billion, which we have right now. I'd like to see in January what the, uh, What the birth reports are? Like births versus deaths to see if the... uh, uh, Because I forget, what is it? Every three or four years, the population of the Earth increases by a billion? I have no idea. Yeah, it's something like that.
0: It'd be interesting to see if it's decreased since 2020.
1: Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Because you've got people dying, and you have people that are infertile that are not having kids. Right. So... This is this is like the show Utopia in fucking real time. That was a good show. It was awesome show. And I, I have you ever watched the uh the English version?
0: I think I saw the American one.
1: Yeah, the American with one John is a, Cusack. Yeah, that's the American one. With yeah, John I think, Cusack's characters.
0: The only one I saw. It's basically Bill Gates.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, uh yeah, so this whole amnesty thing, uh, uh, I'm going to have Mr. Freedom Stick from Instagram on. I'm going to do a quick interview with him tomorrow. I'm
0: going to have to veto this. What? Amnesty.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I'm not going for the amnesty. Nope.
0: It's just you can't. No, I'm do- not going
1: to do it. You fucking, you, those fucking people were fucking rotten to us. Yeah, you can't Fucking just- rotten, and I am not fucking, they'll say, <laughs> well, I will forgive. am not fucking around here. I will forgive, but I won't forget. Yeah, fuck that. I ain't forgiving, nor am I going to forget. Well, something this
0: big, too. It's just like...
1: Dude, it affected the whole fucking global fucking you, population. You can't let
0: something like this go. At all. You got to fucking... You gotta, I feel like you got to push back even harder. Yeah. Honestly, because if they're if they have if the elites, the governments, the people in power, the corporations, where's our
1: where's going to be our reparations? If they
0: have the audacity to pull something like this and then fucking shit on the people who aren't buying into it, then they can go fuck
1: themselves. Wicked hard. Even when I did that reel that showed the lady from the European Union doing a speech, people are like, "No, <laughs> I got a COVID nineteen banner." Yeah, well, they fucking will not let it go.
0: I guarantee you, like people, like even people that see that shit will be like, "No, no, oh, it's just proper conspiracy theory." Yeah. No, no.
1: The problem COVID, is, I love COVID. Lock me down, daddy. Like, we admit that we're conspiracy theorists. We admit that. I don't really know what I am. But they've been calling us crazy extremist conspiracy theorists. Well. What are you going to call us now? What is your new (laughs) fucking term for all of us podcasters and patriots and just people all over the world? What are you going to call us now? Because you know we're fucking right.
0: The only thing I like, you want to hear what I looked into a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. I looked into Cusco, Peru. It's a city in Peru. Mm -hmm. It's like one of the oldest cities, I think, or maybe is the oldest city that we know of. But essentially, it's supposed a lot of people are speculating that this city was like uh, created by giants.
1: Is that the one that's on Lake Titicaca? 100%
0: serious. (laughs) I don't know. Titicaca.
1: When was the wow. last time you watched an episode of Ancient Aliens? Why would you name a lake Titicaca? Well, because I'm sure it's a native Indian uh, word.
0: Those natives are
1: dirty. What's it called? Cusco?
0: I believe it was the was it the Aztecs or the Mayans. No, not the Mayans. Mayans are in Mexico. People?
1: They weren't they were Aztecs, though. Who was it? No, Aztecs were Mexico, too. Was it? Cusco is a city in southeastern Peru near the... Urabamba Valley of the Andes Mountain Range. The Umba Bamba. It is the capital of the Cusco region and of the Cusco province. Who lived there? It Who were the native people, Ron? It had a population, has a population of 428,000. And the elevation is 11,000 feet. All right, come on. Dude, Ooh. it's two miles. Okay.
0: Well, anyway, this city, it's like super old. But this city is basically the architecture in which it was built is perplexing to a lot of people because it's so huge. They have these gigantic stair, uh, not stairways, or staircases. I guess it's a staircase. Oh, it was Inca. The Incas, sorry. I knew it was something like that. So the Incas uh, specifically inhabited this, this city. But the Incas also said that a lot of the architecture was already there, was already there. Like they didn't build it all. Uh, it, they inherited it or were given it or, or kind of took it over. So getting back to like these large, uh, these large staircases that are basically people are saying These were the staircase was made for giants the way that a lot of the stones in the city are put together are these massive 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 stones that it literally people don't have or didn't have the technology for the Incas to be able to put these like walls and structures together because the stones are so large and so so heavy in fact it was the capital of the Inca Empire right and so there are also specific examples you can find of where it's like the old style of architecture say a wall right where there's these massive massive stones that are heavy you know put together right in a very symmetrical very fitted very uh, well organized Oh these
1: these are the stones that it looks like they were molten rock when they were put together and the the, the seams are so tight You can't even put a piece of paper. It's like and there's no mortar, right? There's no mortar. There's it's like
0: pinpoint accuracy. Yeah, like they don't understand how they put like these structures together with the stones because, additionally, the Incas also, you know, did uh, add-ons basically, but the structure of the stones is very very different, and you can see a clear difference from these large stones with very pinpoint accurate. Uh, angles, precision cuts, and then where the Incas uh, would, like, try to add on would be these smaller stones with a lot of, like, I guess, you know, uh, adhesive component, cha-ching, in between, very small stones. So they also say, um, you know, there's these structures that, with these stones that are, like, 50 tons a piece, it's almost like a monument it's crazy and it's like where where they where the they found these stones um in addition to where they were put was like 6 6 miles or 4 mile 4 to 6 miles away from where they were actually brought from like the quarry where they would be extracted from yeah that's the question how did they get them there it's like how they get them there so like the incas obviously weren't wouldn't be able to do that themselves so there's this whole speculation that this was like this city was created by giants essentially it's what i'm getting to
1: very interesting but i just
0: figured i you know throw
1: that did out you there. see this one picture if you go on wikipedia and check it out they got some cool pictures you see this one picture where it shows these like look at how they built this right standard building on top of these massive massive stones Really is amazing. And you're talking Machu Picchu is actually in Peru, which was also an Inca city as well. Yeah, that is, you know what? That would be a place I would love to go there. Two-mile elevation. I wonder if I'd be able to even breathe there.
0: But that's just like a a little surface dive. Go check, it, go check it out and look for yourself and just kind of see what you can figure out and let us know. Or if there's anyone out there listening that knows more about the Giants and their architecture, and specifically Cusco, Yeah, you know, come on the show and tell us about it.
1: Yeah, I would actually like to get a little
0: bit deeper into that. Well, I just think the Giant thing, I, I don't know, like, I don't know. if you Do you believe in the Giants, Ron? Abs- uh, 100%. Ron believes 100%. Yeah. Go time, baby. I just think, I don't really believe or not believe, I just think it's super interesting to look into, it. and because it's like, there's all this other stuff where it's like people will take, Pictures of, uh, like, mountains, right? And then they'll be like, yeah, this is basically like a petrified giant or something. And then they'll show, like, kind of the outline. And you're like, oh, huh, that does kind of look very human-like or human-esque or humanoid. And then there's also these, like, I think it's – what's the famous – like the devil's tree or
1: something out west oh devil's tower in wyoming is supposedly a tree stump yeah
0: it's like a petrified tree stump um but there's also other like mountain or quote unquote rock structures that are essentially speculated to be petrified giant huge fucking wood stumps or tree stumps so I don't know. Yeah, I
1: would definitely love to get into the whole Giants thing. It's fascinating. Well, this is something yeah. else
0: I wish Sean was around for because yeah. he fucking, he's all into that shit.
1: So let's go uh, real way more about it. Than real maybe. quick, Lake Titicaca, Titicaca. Uh, is a freshwater lake in the Andes Mountains on the border of Bolivia and Peru. It is often called the highest navigable uh, lake in the world by volume of water and by surface areas. Also the largest lake in the world. In South America. Yeah, it's huge. All right. All right. So, yeah. So we're going to go a little bit deeper on giants, uh, a little down the road. But listen, we're going to wrap this up.
0: Yeah, we got to go. Hey,
1: uh, everybody. Thanks for listening. You know where to find me. Go check it out. Ron from New England on Instagram. Also, the Wicked Planet podcast. Email us at the Wicked Planet podcast at gmail.com. Join the Telegram page. Same shit. You guys know all the drill. You know the buttons. You know, go hit them. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed my rant. Ron from New England, signing off. Buckley (laughs) out!